Welcome to the J-Day Podcast. I'm Andy Webb filling in for Tom Whalen. Tom is still on vacation. This guy, he's been working for a long time, and he's racked up a lot of vacation time. And he decided, you know what, I'm going to take it all at once. Yeah, he, um, you know, Tom's been, and he's been stuck sitting in this uh, studio with me now for many, many years <laughs> doing these podcasts. So, so he earned a little time away. Uh, he did, he did. And it, it makes it a little more interesting, too. It's always fun having a different co-host and sort of see what's, you know, you started doing some endorsements and things mm-hmm. for us, and it's you know it's interesting because you come into this market from somewhere else, and you're seeing you know the chaos of what happens outside this DC metro area. Sure, it's, um, I heard about it when I came in. By the way, I'm Andy Webb along with Jay Day, and I heard about it when I first moved here, and this was last year, early last year, and and actually that's when we met. We actually meant to go look at property. I was going to bring that up. Is that I looked in because moving into a market, and I've been doing radio for close to. 30 years i've always heard it's like don't buy initially you don't want to buy you want to rent and get a feel for the market make and see where the the action is where you want to live i i think that's really important we actually tell a lot of people relocating into the area if you can do a rental just to make sure because as agents we're not allowed to say this is a good area this is a bad area this is safe this is not safe we always say it's always good to sort of Test the you know put your toe in the water for a little bit sure. and that would be the rental side exactly and see do I like this is this convenient enough um, and and then you sort of get a taste of okay here's what it is but even when you came it was middle of COVID you yeah know. and the rentals weren't even hardly there the house no. rentals at that point and so that was one of those things you helped out great and I appreciated it we saw it we viewed some some houses but the the action right now is really. In selling, it's it's a seller's market right now. Uh, it is, it is, and I mean, as we've been talking, there's the issue is there's a limited inventory, and the limited inventory is calls one. And during during the initial part of COVID, it was a fear factor. Sure. Sellers were afraid. Nobody knew what to do. Of course, they didn't want strangers in their house. <laughs> then the then the actual issue started happening of interest rates dropping to below three percent. And a lot of people didn't even think about that, but that impacted the amount of people who wanted to sell too, because they had an option to just do a refi. Right. They could pull money out of their house and make improvements and not have to move. Right. Or they love their house and they're like, wow, if I can get this great interest rate, I never need to move because I'm able to lower my payment, which makes me feel much more comfortable. Sure. So we've seen that happen. And it's it's been very, very interesting because at one point, you know, we were at a spot where there would be 15, 20 offers on a house. Now we are seeing it sort of slow down. And when I say slow down, it's more of like a level out or it's still a seller's market. We might get three offers now instead of 15 or 20. Sure. Um, but it is definitely interesting. And one of the things that I wanted to bring up is, you know, the building side. So new construction. We've seen a lot of buyers get burnt out. Like they're writing on 10 houses, they're losing all the houses, they're emotionally distraught. Like am I ever going to get a house? Sure. So we're seeing that they're actually going a lot to the new construction route because there's they're not competing. Here are the lots. Here are the four or five houses we can build. If you pick one of these, you're not going to be in a bidding war. You'll know if you're going to get the house or not. Right. Right. So what we're seeing and you know talk about one of the builders we work with is and you know some of the stats that I pulled up are showing that you know the builders are ramping up construction based on demand to try to help fill that void. Obviously, they're not going to be able to fill the void 100. percent 
And the other part of it is, and you've talked about it on your show, is you know the inflation side of it. If right. everything is going up, that's lumber. my question: is the inflation? How is that impacting, especially on the new construction side? It, well, I mean, what you used to be able to build for six hundred thousand is probably around eight hundred thousand now. But the thing is, and it's sort of crazy because people are spending a lot of money on these houses because all they care about is the monthly payment. Sure. So if your interest rate was 4.5%, now it's 3%, you can afford a whole lot more house. So it's allowing the sales prices to escalate up because that monthly payment is about what it was for a $600,000 house. Right. But we are seeing builders do a couple of different things. And I mean, even though the COVID restrictions have started to loosen up, there's still a super delay with the counties with getting permits. Right. I mean, here in Frederick County, I've got some builders. It's been taking close to 100 days from the time they submit their paperwork to the county to when they get an approved permit to start breaking ground. Wow. And what sucks, honestly, and to be very blunt, is you know in that time frame, the material costs are going up. Sure, they're going to continue to rise. Yeah, so it's like the builders are trying to figure out what to do. So now we have one of our builders is actually, and it's a national builder, what they've decided to do to try and sort of jump ahead is if they have a neighborhood that has 40 lots, they're predetermining what house goes on what lots, and they're submitting it for permits immediately. Right. So instead of, in the past, you could go look at a lot and say, okay, I, I love this lot, but I want house five, not house three. No problem. Now, th- this builder is saying, you know what? We can save you almost four months in start time because we've already got it approved to build this house. We can start right away. All we have to do is put a shovel on the ground. We've got permits. We're ready to rock and roll. And you don't have to worry about competing. And you know, this is your price. And that's the other thing, too, with new construction. You know you know what the price is. There's no negotiating anymore. Sure, exactly. When you're, when you're buying a resale, you're, you're offering, typically, everybody is pretty much paying over asking. You know you're competing with other people. You have no clue what their other offers are. So it takes out a lot of the uncertainty. Sure. I have a question about that, too, as far as buying, because it's been in the news a lot, so I wanted to hit it head on. Sure. Where the the offers going on the houses, we're hearing a lot of buzz that it's you know investment firms and, and different companies that are coming in and buying up the houses and pricing out the average families and the average everyday buyers. Are you seeing a lot of that? In Frederick, not as much, but we, we have seen a fair amount of investors buying... I don't want to say I don't want to use the word low end, but the more affordable housing they are eating up because there's no rentals. Right. So they're converting them into rentals, and a lot of other firms and and banks. I mean, there's. I mean, even though we're getting through, you know, we've gotten through COVID, there's a lot of uncertainty with the economy, mm-hmm. with having money in the banks, with inflation. So a lot of people are like, well, if I, you know, it's from an investment side, if I can buy this right now. I'd rather pay, and we're seeing more people pay cash for houses than ever. Wow! Like, okay, I'm going to spend three hundred thousand in cash because I'm nervous that I have two million in the bank and I'm only insured for two hundred and fifty thousand. So we're just going to actually buy assets and hold the assets. Sure. Um, and but we've seen the flip side too. The not so big, uh, you know, when we talk about you know, investors. You know, there's a lot of people that became investors where they had one or two houses. Mm-hmm. We've seen a mass sell-off of those because 
during COVID, you weren't allowed, you know, if the people didn't pay rent, you couldn't evict them. Right. It was not a good time to be a landlord. Yeah. So let's say that, you know, you owned a house where, you know, before you came up here and you wanted to be a, you know, and you're like, well, I can't sell it or I may go back there. I've got family roots. Who knows? Sure. Um, You're like, I'm going to turn into a landlord. Okay, no problem. And then all of a sudden, the government tells your tenant, hey, you don't need to pay, and guess what? You can't evict them. Right. But you've got a mortgage payment to make. Yeah, you've still got to pay your bills. Yeah, so that created a huge mass exodus. We've we've sold more duplexes and rental properties from people. Again, they weren't true investors, but they were dabbling. Sure. But it scared them. I mean, I don't think anyone could have predicted the government would come in and say, hey, you know, even though you have a mortgage to pay, your tenant doesn't need to pay and there's nothing you can do about it. I wow. mean, it really yeah. it really scared a lot of people. And rightfully so. I mean, that just was another level of the uncertainty in the midst of COVID. Yeah. And I mean, you know, but the bigger banks and the bigger investment firms that are eating stuff up, you're finding more of that in Washington, D.C. Right. And out that way. The more metropolitan you, Yes. As you get into Frederick, not so much, but... I mean, one of our agents has a client. I think he's bought seven or eight houses in, since COVID. Wow. Um, he's just eating them up because, again, and he's in that sweet spot of two hundred to 300000 and his renter is paying you know a, a nice chunk of money. Right, sure. And, and you learned, I mean, I'm sure there was a little bit of payment shock coming here. Yeah, there is. Uh, it's a lot different. I mean, it's probably double where I came from, which was near New Orleans, near South Mississippi, near New Orleans, Louisiana. It's about double in yeah. what you pay per month. Now, if you were back in Charleston, mm-hmm. Charleston yes. has went up. I mean, their prices have gotten pretty crazy oh, too. Sure, but and that's a, that's one of those markets where it's it's a vacation town, it's a destination town, but the infrastructure is is difficult. There's only so many roads, but there's plenty of people. There's not enough jobs to support the housing. It's just everybody's moving in, and there's the town's trying to keep up with it. Oh yeah, and I mean, they with all the new employment that's happened down right. there too. It's sort of it's sort of crazy, and you know, we've got a friend down there that owns one of the largest real estate companies and he's great and you know we go down there and we normally stay at folly beach though sure, sure. you know charleston's old town i don't, I don't do the antiquing stuff <laughs> I, I learned folly beach lots of restaurants lots of bars right. yeah lots of fun times yeah. and still can be in charleston and what was 30 minutes or oh, something even less than that depending on the traffic well traffic down there is pretty rough too it is pretty rough <laughs> and but i don't think that uh you know I don't think they're going to catch up with the infrastructure needs there anytime soon. But here, the, you were talking about people buying and selling it with new jobs. Are you seeing a lot of people taking jobs elsewhere? Because this right now is a is a hiring frenzy. Everybody's needing employer um, employment. Everybody's needing employees. So are we seeing more people moving into the area, or are we seeing more people moving out for better opportunities elsewhere? Well, that's a great question. We're actually seeing more people moving out. And I don't know if it's necessarily for the better opportunities. We found a lot of people were leaving because they didn't like the heavy regulations during COVID. Right. We've had more people moving to Florida, moving to the Carolinas, mm-hmm. and most of them have said, I'm just done with all of these regulations. I think it's overdone, and I'm going down south. And again, that sort of fits, you know, our country listeners are, you know, sure. don't, you know, a lot of people don't want to be told what they can and can't do. Yeah. Freedom of expression, freedom of speech. Yeah. The, the- and a lot of them are moving out of the area. Now we are, you know, we've got a couple, you know, with it. And I think it was more of with it being an election year, we got a fair amount of change in D.C. And mm-hmm. most of the people that work there at the normal jobs right. don't earn enough money to live in D.C., so they end up out here in Frederick or West Virginia or Washington County, and we have seen a fair amount of that. But we've also, like I said, it's a lot of people have gotten really frustrated, and 
in, in Frederick, we've actually seen a ton of people leaving Montgomery County and just coming, uh, you know, coming up here and saying, you know, because Montgomery County has had more regulations and more lockdowns than we did. Right. They sure did. And they're like, all right, you know what? It's more affordable in Frederick. The schools are great in, in certain areas. They love the schools. And they're like, I'm just going to go and uh, I'm going to be able to go to a restaurant and at least eat in the restaurant. They may have needed a mask then, but like in Montgomery County, a lot of times they were clo- like no yeah. in no in person dining. It was period. Curbside pickup, and that was it. Yeah, which you know, there's been some pluses to that. Sure. I mean, I was joking the other day. My my daughter wanted to get something from Panera, and I really didn't feel like getting out of the car. I'm like, I order it from the app. You put your car type. They you text them. You're there. They come right out to the car. Put it yeah. right in the window. Its simplicity uh, is is very beneficial. But sometimes you want to go out. You want to oh eat yeah and and take people out. And that's one of the great things about the Frederick area is I mean it's opening back up and and we have some great dining options. So it's a great. Is it a great time now? If you were if you were looking to sell, is now one of the best times to sell? And we'll look at it from the other side of the coin. Yeah, I mean for sellers. We have seen crazy appreciation, and I mean we've seen close to you know over ten percent appreciation from wow. last year. Now you know when when talking to economists and things, they're still thinking there's going to be appreciation. And I'll just throw out some rough numbers. Okay. So they're thinking in for this year, it's going to drop down more into the five percent. They're thinking in twenty twenty three more in the mid threes. 2024 still in the mid threes, and then 2025 in the mid to low three percent appreciation, which is still good because sure. that means, but it's going to get us down to a more level playing field where, you know, if you were listing your house, you were going to sell it for more than your neighbors. When you get to the smaller appreciation, it just ends up sort of leveling out where you're not going to say, well, my neighbor's house sold for 500, so I'm going to sell mine for 520. You may sell yours for 505. Sure. You know, you're not going to have that big spike. Right. So if you ever were curious of, you know, I want to get the most amount I can for my house. Again, I don't have a crystal ball, but and you never know you're at the top until you start sliding down. Right. Exactly. But now has been a great time. And on the flip side, you mentioned on the buyers. Right. The buying side. I mean, interest rates in the threes, I mean, and some of them, if you do a 15 year, you can get into the twos. I mean, that's cheap money. Sure. It absolutely is. So if you were wanting to buy, but what about inventory as far as that? Because it's, it just seems like, uh, you know, it, there, are, there are many more people trying to buy. Like yes. You're so, crowded out, maybe. Yeah. So for the buyers, what we tell them is if you don't have the ability to be patient, um, if you're not able to sort of keep your emotions in check or you get easily, you know, upset by things, it, it may not make sense. Right. You, because, may not, you may need the stomach for it. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it because yeah. it's an emotional roller coaster. You see, let's say you find four houses you love and you can't get any of them. Right. You know, eventually people are like, well, forget this. Yeah. Um, I don't, but then we tell them, hey, you know, you're going to be able to get these rates that are super good. So I think it's for some, but for others that don't have the stomach and can't handle the emotional roller coaster, it may be a bit too much, to be honest. Right. At this moment in time. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. So it may be a good idea to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. And I mean, if they, you know, if you're listening to this, just reach out to us and we'll sort of give you an idea because every area is different too. Right. Like one of the hottest areas in Frederick County is New Market. I mean, everything is selling for over, over asking. And when I say over asking, 20, 30, 40, we had one that sold 90 some thousand over asking wow. price. So it's just a hot area. Sure. And then you can go to other parts of Frederick where maybe you're only competing with one other offer and it's not going to be that bad. So, you know, it's always good to reach out to us. We can educate you on that and sort of let you know hey, here's what the expectation is. 
And, you know, if it makes sense to wait, it's no big deal. If it makes sense to do it, or we put you on a list where we start sending you things that may, you know, you can see that the market is starting to change a little and we'll let you know that. You know, depend on us to try and give you that information. Don't try to base it off of the news. If anything, we learned in the last couple of years, no matter what side you're on, left, right, middle, Actually, middle is the hardest thing to find. I guess so. Yeah, you know everything's so divisive. Oh, oh yeah, and you look online and you don't know what's real, what's not real, what's true, what's and like I said, it goes on all sides. You need a guide. You need a Sherpa, if you yes, will, to, yes. to navigate it. Yeah, and that's where you guys come in. As a matter yeah. of fact, exactly. So if you have questions, you can go to our website, dayhometeam.com. You can fill out a form there. You can give us a call eight six six seven zero two nine zero three eight. But are you ready for the house of the week? Let's hear the house of the week. All right, house of the week. We are at 100 Mill Pond Road in Frederick. Anyone who's familiar with Frederick, um, if you know where the Wegmans is, this is this house is literally right on the corner. I, I know exactly where you're talking about. So you can't miss the sign. Um, it's actually a, a beautiful townhome, three bed, two and a half bath. And you know, if you go to WFRE.com, you can take a look. You can see photos of it. And actually, one of the things and why I picked this one is if you want to see this not just online, we're having an open house on Saturday, July 10th from 1 to 3. That's this Saturday. This Saturday. Okay. All you need to do is go there. You know, Kyle will be there to let you in. He can answer any questions you have. And like I said, or you can go online beforehand. You know, today you can go right to WFRE.com, look up uh, Jay and Tom's Real Estate Podcast, and you'll see all the photos. I mean, those homes over there are fairly new, they're very nice. And, you know, if you want it to be in a convenient spot, you know, how, how many times can you actually, if you really wanted, walk to the hardware store, the grocery store, a couple of restaurants, bars, you've There's got it all. There's a gym right across the street. And see, then you get into the physically good stuff. Right. I, you can tell I have no clue about the gym. <laughs> exactly. I, I know more about the restaurants and the bars. <laughs> but, but it's all there. Yes, it's it is. All there. And then your grocery shopping, like you mentioned, I mean, I think there's a dry cleaner or something. There's something for your entire world is in one place. Oh, yeah. It's a great, I mean, to me, that's one of the best spots. And that's why the people bought over there. They wanted to have the convenience of being able to walk. And, you know, it's you definitely can very easily. So, again, check out WFRE.com. Look up Tom and Jay's Real Estate Podcast. And if you're interested, you know, you can give us a ring or we'll be happy to see you there tomorrow from 1 to 3. Jay, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast this week and allowing me to be a part of the podcast. And we will see you next week. Yes, thanks again. And hopefully we'll uh, you'll tune into our next podcast.